BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here. And on this episode, we have Julia Strive with us. How you doing, Julia? I'm doing great. Right on. So for those that don't know Julia, go ahead. Why don't you let everyone know a little bit about you? Um, I started running with Jason in 2015 on Mother's Day. Montana was my first one. <laughs> um, yep. I parent, a couple kids. They're grown. I have a grand, couple grandkids. Worked for the state for 31 and a half years, and now I'm a package handler for UPS. Nice, nice. So when you run your street team, so you you volunteer a lot and get free rates, is kind of like I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's how we've met most of the time. We've met on street team, and then we've met on a couple courses together. So one thing we wanted to talk yeah. about um, is Kimberly. So I know Kimberly was just this past weekend. So kind of give us give us an idea about Kimberly because I keep hearing horror stories of both last year and not as many this year as I did last year. But give us kind of a let us know about Kimberly. Uh, you better like to climb a lot. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what I've heard. I I think the only difference between last year and this year was the heat. Honestly, I. Yeah. I mean, we were doing some serious ascents and descents. Um, the sprint was a little different because we kind of went up and down two shorter versions twice. And last year it was like one long climb. Um, yeah. This year, a guy last year, <laughs> I thought this was great. The guy at the top, you're almost at the top. And this lady, this elderly lady yelled back, is that you, God? <laughs> That that is pretty good. Yeah, I never, I never believe the volunteers because I've been on those races. I'm pretty sure it was Montana where, you know, they're like, "You're almost there." I'm like, "I can still see the start line, dude." So <laughs> stop, you're lying. So, so what what kind of course is it? I know you said there's a lot of climbing, but you know, is there any more? I mean, is it? Last year, I know, was heat. There was a lot of people that did up for, for overheating and stuff like that. But what kind of what kind of course is it? Um, it's it's a little of everything because you know you had the places where we were running where we were on the road, so you did have like you know four wheeler roads because it's a ski hill, so um, yeah. you had some roads. And then you had, oh, some areas for, like, single track. And then you had some areas where there was really no trail at all, and you were just kind of bushwhacking. Um, Some, you know, shaly rock, sandy or dusty stuff. There was pretty much a little of everything. The only thing we didn't have much of, just only, like, two little spots was mud. But otherwise, you pretty much got everything you came up with. Nice. So and I know you've done a few races, so how does it, how does that one compare in difficulty to some of the other ones you've done? I know you've done Montana because we've done that one together. Um, 
you've done Vegas because I've uh, we finished Vegas last year together. So, um, how do you think that that race compares to some of the others? Well, you know, I was thinking about that. It's kind of funny to me because I was watching reading people's posts about Palmerton and you know a lot of races back east, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of not just Kimberly, but a lot of races on the west side of the country. I don't think people realize they're kind of like hidden little gems of kick your butt races. And yeah, um, that's think of Kimberly is it, it? It's I did Sun Peak and and now I've done Philly and um, did Colorado um, Breckenridge. What was it? 2016 when they took us up to 11,550 feet to do the sandbag carry. <laughs> so Ooh. I think people realize we have some awesome climbing going on. It's it's not for the faint of heart. You better be ready to climb. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can get that. Cause I know um, I've been to the East coast a few times and the idea of a hill or a mountain, uh, what they call a mountain on the East coast, we call like a medium sized hill. So I hear a lot of people from the East Coast that'll be talking about like, oh, it's a mountain race. This won't be a problem. And then they get over here and they're like, oh, that's a mountain. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like they don't understand. Yeah. No, no. And I heard that even a lot this weekend is people like, I thought I was ready for this. I climb hills at home. Where are you from? Uh, one gal was like, New Jersey. And I'm like, um, no. And she's like, no, no. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I was in North Carolina once, and I remember they said, oh, yeah, you know, that's the biggest hill in the state. I'm like, that's like a 50-foot elevation gain over, like, a 500-foot, like, you know, length of yep. area. I mean, that's that's my driveway at home. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's crazy like that. I mean, you know, so so what what got you into Spartan Race? Well, um, it was kind of funny. I was um, my kids were grown, and I just started. I I didn't, didn't do any kind of racing after I got out of high school. I I, I yeah. stayed active. I mean, I'm a runner. I've been a runner all my life. I, and I love to hike like a fiend, and um, I just kind of, I live in a rural area, so I don't really see a lot of people. I, like, have three neighbors, and and they live, like, you know, more than a football field away, so I just wanted to, I thought, oh, maybe I'll, I'll do this to meet people, so I started racing, and first I started, you know, with the usual, like, a color run, dirty dash, mm-hmm. and then I actually was walking through somewhere and there was like a year old poster on a wall for a Spartan. He said, big fork. And I was like, what the heck's that? So I checked it out and I was like, well, what the heck? I watched a few, um, you know, when I went to Spartan.com, watched a couple little videos, maybe not nearly enough to know what I was getting into. Yeah. And <laughs> And I just, like, on a week, just signed up for my first race, signed up to race, signed up to volunteer. I was, like, threw myself right into it. 
See, and that seems like the story I hear from most people. It's like me. I did. Uh, I volunteered with a friend, went to Washougal, um, but I couldn't race because my hand, I had a huge cut on my hand. So um, I couldn't use my right hand. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just volunteer and, you know, see what this is about. So, you know, I kind of saw Washougal, but I just saw the festival area. And I saw all these people having fun and coming off the race. They're like, yeah, and they're all dirty. And I'm like, that looks like fun. So I got the free race and I'm like, well, I don't want to wait till Washougal next year. So what can I do before that? Oh, hey, there's a race in Montana. That'll be a great trip for me and the wife to take. And I can do a race and then, you know, whatever. And yeah, so I signed up for the 2015 Montana Beast as my first Spartan yep, race. Yeah. And then we got there a day early, so I volunteered. Yeah, I volunteered again and got, you know, me and her both volunteered. So we got two free races, and then it's like, okay. And then I finished that race. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But I had two free races, so, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly, last year, I was, you know, super disappointed when we didn't get the trifecta weekend medal. And I was like, I am not goodness again and then I it up it came again and I even talked with Spartan I said are we going to get the trifecta weekend medal you know because I have swag whore I admit it so oh, I, am too. I um <laughs> and they said yeah so I signed up again <laughs> well see the and that's what's driving me nuts because last year when we were going to Hawaii, they said there was, there wasn't confirmations, but there was people saying that there might be that, you know, weekend medal. And then Hawaii was canceled because of the, the hurricane. And this year Spartan has been closed lipped. There's been multiple people that have asked on like their websites and everything else and asked them directly and they won't give a, a confirmed yes or no on whether or not there's going to be weekend trifecta medals for hawaii so there's a bunch of us going out there going we hope that we're going to get this medal but because this will be my first trifecta of the year because i missed out on montana because i had to have surgery a a week before so that's usually my first trifecta of the year and then hawaii is like trifecta number two so i don't have a beast i'm missing a beast i've got two sprints and two supers and no beast yeah you got yeah and it's funny, sometimes it's really hard to get them darn beats. Oh, yeah. It can be. And that's the problem that I run into is it's like this year I'm looking at it for the first time. I may be going to Tahoe because I need that third beast. And that's the only place I can get it that's even close to here. I mean, you know, in my in the time I could travel. So. Yeah. yeah. That's the limit for me because I drive. I've just, I, I didn't fly to do races. I don't want to. You know, I try to keep my cost super, you know, I volunteer the heck out of it because um, I want to yep. do these races. And the only way I can do them and make it work, you know, and be cost worthy for me, I drive. I mean, I get the least expensive place to stay or I camp. I've even slept in my car, pack a cooler, you know. So getting those races that are close to me, it's, you got to work on it. Yeah. And then that's the thing that we run into a lot is, I I mean, I don't know if you you know, Brandon, of course, you know, Brandon Chen. Brandon is really good at getting uh, um, houses that are near the venue 
and all of that. And then going in with him and getting the Airbnb and staying with him, it ends up saving a bunch of money. I think last time I went to Montana, I spent a hundred a hundred dollars for the whole weekend. Yeah. You know, for the house, because there was so many of us that end up in it. So that's one thing is like finding that group and going with them, finding ways. And I mean, if they, if you ever want to know how to do it cheap, talk to Brandon, that guy has figured out like how to do them all on the cheap because he goes to all the races and he drives to a lot and ends up saying, you know, he gets an Airbnb and just fills it up with people, you know, Yep. Okay. like sometimes you're going to sleep on the floor, but you have a roof over your head. Yeah. But, as long as I get. Or take the, take the race on I'm happy. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like you said, a lot of us have done that, you know, sleep in a car or whatever just so we can, you know, get to a race. I mean, you know, it was a couple of years ago I did the Seattle and I did the hurricane heat be- the night before. So it was, you know, we had to decide, you know, what are we going to do? Because it's only an hour drive home. But it's like if I'm going to do the hurricane heat and then come back tomorrow morning to race, you know, and then I'm racing the next day, we just ended up getting, you know, a hotel room up there and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, we had options of different people to stay with. And that's what you kind of have to, you know, what's great about being with a team is because you can work on that and find cheap so that we can all afford this because we're not all rich. No, none of us are. No. <laughs> like you said, you're retired from the state and that's the state of Montana, right? Yeah. And then you work for UPS I- now. So it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, most got to cover the insurance. That's the big one. Yeah. And that's it. It's, you know, none of us are rich, so we're all trying to find the, the best and cheapest. And, you know, we want to keep doing our, have our fun, but we got to be able to afford it, too. That's it, yeah. And, you you know, because there's other things you want to do. Totally. I love my racing, uh, but I do Spartan races. I do trail races. I do half marathons. And then I do stuff with my family stuff. You got a budget. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know you're, you're like me where you have a a spouse who who goes to with you to the races sometimes, but doesn't race. So, cause I've met your husband a few times and you've met Amber and neither one of them are race, but they're volunteer to get us races, but. like what you hear make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform be sure to find us on facebook instagram and twitter if you're using youtube please click the little red subscribe icon then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes and if you could give us a thumbs up So, yeah, I met your husband at a couple races. And I mean, I mean, that's one thing you know, with me and you, we've ran into each other. I think it was, what, two years ago in Vegas? When, like, right at the end, as I was coming around to that last bit, and all of a sudden, there you are. I'm like, oh, Julia. And we ended up finishing the race together and having fun. So, I'm, it's, yeah, we run into each other all over the place, partly because we're street teams, so we see each other a lot. But, you know, it's it's fun. So, yeah, we finished another race together, too. I don't, which one it was. I think it was, was it, was it Seattle? Might've been Seattle one year. Yeah, might've been Seattle. I think yeah. maybe it was Seattle last year. Might've been. Yeah. Seattle this year's, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a cold and nasty mess that I've tried to forget about. So. <laughs> I don't blame you there. It's one of those, and 
I've had this this talk with a few people about Seattle. Is Seattle's a lot like it sounds like Kimberly is. You don't know what the weather is going to be like, so you kind of have to get ready, be ready for it. And a lot of people this year for Seattle were not ready for as cold as it was. And I have a weird thought on that where I'm pretty much like you should train for the obstacles, not tell Spartan to move the dates. Yeah, I don't think if yeah, that makes I saw sense. A lot of- Oh, it doesn't mean because I saw a yeah. lot of people just complaining and saying nasty stuff, and I thought, now wait a minute here. You know, obstacles are one thing, but terrain. You mean it's it's got a lot of parts to it. You got terrain, you got obstacles, yep. and you got weather, and that's just life. People, you have to plan for that, and if you're not, right. then you're going to end up cold and wet. That's what happens, or you know, dehydrated, or what, and. So that's not on Spartan. That's on the individual. Oh, no, I agree. And that's what my biggest thing is. I've said to a lot of people, is it's like, for me, it's like one of the reasons I love Spartan and I love, you know, all the obstacle course racing is that it taught me to stop looking for the easy way out. If that makes sense. I don't look at something now and say, okay, this is too hard. You need to make it easier for me. It's more of, this is too hard. Obviously, I need to train or find better gear. Yep, that's it. Or, and that's and it. prepare better. Yeah, exactly, and prepare better. And, and I think we have too many people, you know, and I might make some people upset with this comment, but too many people nowadays that are too much like, okay, this is too hard for me. You need to make it easier. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's not how the world works. Nope. No. It was brutal with the heat. And I don't do well in the heat. But yeah, I don't either. I prepared. I had two of those cool things one over my head, one over my neck. And I plugged along. And it, it it was tough. But I was, I knew what I was getting myself into. And I wouldn't, as much as it was hard, and I, I said some not nice stuff, and I'd never do it again, and then I did it this year. But I still, I wouldn't have wanted them to make it easier because I wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. And that's just it. You know, I want the challenge. I mean, I figured that that's the whole reason we started this in the beginning, right? Was because we wanted to challenge ourselves. You know, yeah. If everything was easy, it's going to be like uh, what is it that TV, the movie Wally, where all of a sudden everyone's yeah. sitting in chairs and can't move anymore because they made everything too easy. And that's just kind of how I feel. We, you know, I've read Joe's book. Joe Decina's, you know, Spartan Up and that those ones, and he talks about that a lot. Where it's like challenge yourself every day. You know, you don't need to go to the gym. Walk outside. Pick up a log. Pick up a rock. Challenge yourself every day. If you're not challenging yourself, you're not living. That's and that's it. how and that's I tried right. to live my life. Me too. Um, you know, because I don't have a, we don't have much of a gym, you know, there it's a, you know, it's a little room basically with no windows. I'm like, I can't work out in there. And I have made myself a little yeah. home gym at home. And, but I live out, I live in the beautiful mountain. There is no reason I can't go pick up a, a rock or a log or just run up the hill or 
hippies on the mountain. I mean, I can do all that. I don't need somebody to give me an exercise equipment. Yeah, no. And you don't. And I mean, I think that's one of the best things about those books is it really talks about that, how to basically, you know, don't use excuse to go to the gym, walk outside, there's logs, there's heavy things all over your yard, go pick one of them up, you know, find ways to use what's around you, use your environment, you know, find ways to get yourself out of your comfort zone, you know, and that's what I think too many people nowadays, you know, there's so many things to keep people inside their comfort zone and, you know, phones and, you know, now movie theaters have recliners. I mean, it's, there's too many things to make you comfortable. And I think a lot more people need to just get out of their comfort zone, push yourself out, go out and do one of these Spartans, you know, go out and do an event and get dirty. You know, I mean, it's, I have so many people that, like, I've tried to commit to do mud runs. They're like, but I'm going to get dirty. And I'm like, who cares? You take a shower. Exactly. I, I think, and it doesn't even have to be a Spartan. Anything. You know, no. just do, do something where you're out and you're active and you're challenging yourself. I mean, yeah, because I understand. I have friends who, they gave Spartan Race a try, they, and they were one and done. But I thought it was yep. totally cool that it they, happens. Yeah, and but they found you know like one friend decides he loves triathlons. I'm like, okay, go for it. You're doing something. Yeah, and that's just it. Get off the couch. You know, I have a you know I have a daughter who's you know 22 now. I think something like that. I'm horrible at counting, but she hates being dirty. You know, we tried getting her to do a mud run, and she walked around anything that had mud, anything that had dirt. But at least she went out there and kind of tried, you know. But it's like get people off the couch. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out and do something. You know, you see way too many people that are trying to diet, and they, they see these pictures and all these magazines and the supermodels. And, you know, it's like there was a while ago, I can't remember what magazine it was, so they had the plus-size model. And I, I'm looking at her going, is she behind the camera? Because that's not a plus-size model. You know, and they have this image of what they should, women should be, so you get people, you know, doing horrible diets. It's like, just go out there, you know, look at the athletes. That's what you should look like. You know, you don't have to look like them, though. Look like who you are. You know, are you in shape? You know, you want to have a summer body? Do you have a body? Yeah. Then you have a summer body. I mean, it's just get out there and do something. Be active. Get out of your comfort zone. You know, don't listen to anybody else and let them define what you should or shouldn't look like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So... What other races? You, you you did mention earlier that you do other races besides Spartan. So you do trail runs, stuff like that. What other what other races do you do? Um, I haven't done any other OCRs, not because I don't want to, but mostly because of just logistics of where I live. So, but I um like I said, do I trail running is 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 one of my favorite things ever. So I um run i try to find trail races and um trail ultras uh the longest trail race i've done is 32 miles and i've done a wow. few of those there's one right here in the elkhorn mountains and i love it it's like literally in my backyard 
And there's um, another one coming up this weekend called the Thunderbolt Creek. And it's um, like just under 19 miles, but they're same thing. You're getting out, you're running the trails. And I like the trail running because I, that's all I've ever really done. Road racing kind of pounds my legs. And yeah, so that's it kills my knees. Yeah, and people don't realize, people think that trail running would be harder than road running. And trail running, you have to learn how your body moves on uneven terrain, which is super important. But road running, yeah. roads does it all. So they really pound your body. No. Yeah, it's that hard concrete or hard asphalt, just bam, 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 and it's all. Yeah, it'll kill my knees. Yeah. My feet hurt when I get done with the road race. I I run a few of them, but my feet literally just ache. Yeah. With the trail. Oh, yeah. So what what plans do you have for the rest of the year? You you got more races set up this year, or are you done, you know? Uh, done until next year. Uh, oh heck no! I run all year long. I run clean winter. Um, my next race will be the Utah, doing uh, the new venue in Utah this weekend, doing Super in the spring. I get a week break, nice. and I will be in Colorado at the new venue for Snowmass, doing the Beast, and then. I'm running kind of a fun half marathon near Mesa Falls outside in Idaho with some friends at the end of August. And then I'll be at Seattle for the Beast and Tahoe for the Beast. Well, I'll see you there for that. I and should see you there I for that, to, too. Yeah. And then I need to make up one super. I'm short one super for a five-time trifecta. So I will be running the super in Laughlin and I've never run Laughlin before either. So that'll be a new one. So got a lot of new That's cool. this year. That's awesome. See, I've thought about that too, is I've thought about going to the East coast. Cause I'm so, you know, I do all the, the, the races around here, but it's like, I, I kind of want to go to the East coast and try some of those, you know, mainly I want to go to like the East coast. Amber wants to go to Florida. So she doesn't care. She, if it's a 5K, she'll let me go to Florida for that as long as she can go with me. But so, yeah, so I, I want to go to some more of the East Coast ones. I want to try some of that stuff. I mean, I see so many of the cool races on the East Coast that we didn't get over here, some of the other brands, stuff like that. So, But I do want to go try some of the Spartan races. I would love to go to oh, Killington in Vermont oh, yeah. just because that's that's where it started. Yep. Yeah. That that's definitely a dream yeah. for me is I would go do, you know, let's, let's go bigger. Well, not super big. I don't know if I do the ultra, but I'm pretty dang sure I would definitely do a beast that kills. I would love to do that. Give it a risk. Yeah, see, I think I'm one of those ones. I've thought about this, and I think I, I'm at that point. I think I was ever able to actually get my myself back to the, the shape that I should be in, that I was in 10 years ago. And I was going to do an ultra. I think the ultra I'd want to do is Kellington just because, one, I, it would kill me. And, two, <laughs> it, it's where it started. The stories I've heard about yeah. the Killington ultra is just, you know, that's like Joe's backyard. Joe, like, makes that one, you know, that pretty much if, yeah. you, if you get that belt, you earn that belt buckle. You know, yeah, and that's, that's kind it. of what I want is I, I – 
I want that belt buckle. I want it to be one of those things that, you know, that I feel so amazing that I earned this, that I want to be buried with it kind of thing. So. Yeah, I'm looking for, yeah. I'm going to do the Montana, though. I'm, I'm signing up for it. For the what? Montana Ultra. I'm going to do it. That's in my backyard. Is it that they haven't had the ultra there before, have they? No, this will be or the first they? year. No, twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh. Gotta do it. I don't think I'm ready yeah, for that. I'm not, I'm not ready for an ultra. When I <laughs> when I can do a beast in less than six hours, I'll think about an ultra. But I I mean everyone knows me. I'm a little big. I'm a little slow. And you know I've been the last finisher in Montana at thirteen and a half hours. And that was just a beast. So, I mean, an ultra, until I can do one under, if I finish an ultra under six, or a beast under six hours, I will go for the ultra. All right. But I got to finish, I got to get under six hours. So. That sounds good. Yeah. I think it's- so is there, <laughs> what was that? I said, I think that's a good plan. I just want to make sure it's one of those things. If I'm going to put myself out to do a race that I know is that difficult, I want to make sure I don't put myself out there in a way that I know I'm going to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I know yeah. I'm not going to make those cuts, you know, yeah. there's no point. That's it. So. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm really focusing on training even more because – I know I can. I I know I have the endurance, but I'm I'm even yep. I'm just not speedy runner. So I gotta really work on, you know, I just gotta work on some more. And see, that's me. Is I know I have that endurance. I know I always feel there's there a race I've been on, you know, and I make a comment about this when I did my my full marathon a couple of weeks ago, that um, I feel like the this Richard Bachman story. It's called the Long Walk where pretty much I can yeah. walk forever. I can just go and go and go and go, but I'm not fast. So it's like, you know, yeah. the marathon, I just went for 26 miles, 26.2 miles. I did it. It took me eight hours, but I just kept going, you know, that's and that's it. like me on some of the beats, you know, 13 and a half hours on the Montana beats. I just kept walking. I can do that. I'm not fast, but I'm one of those people that I can just, keep going and keep going and keep going. But for an ultra, there's time hacks, you know, do I think I could probably walk one and do, you know, make it probably, but I want to be able to make time hack. Yep. You know, nothing is the time hacks because, um, not cause I, you know, cause I'm not fast uphill, but I'm, I can get downhill pretty fast. But then of course I, you know, see, get, I think I do fine in the obstacles probably on the first loop, but then the second loop, I'm a little worried about just, you know, your, your arms get a little shaky, you know, things like that. So yep. and I'd be doing burpees, which takes more time. So got to get that all figured in, you know? Yeah. And that's me. I mean, I know I can walk and just keep walking forever, but I know my arms, you know, one of the big problems that I have is especially in heat. And when I exercise, my hands swell. So my uh-huh. biggest problem is, is once I get, you know, 
I'm pretty sure once I got that first loop, I might be okay. But during that second loop, my hands will swell to a point that I'm not going to be able to grab anything. So I've got to figure out a way, one, to get healthy enough that I'm not swelling like that. And two, to be able to, you know, do that in a quick enough time. So I'll get there. I will. My my goal, that's a, that's one on my, my bucket list is to do, you know, to do an ultra. So I want one of those yep. belt buckles. But oh, it's on that. There's them just gotta have looks one. too darn. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, it, <laughs> it's been it's been great talking to you. What do you have anything else you want to say to the listeners to you know in closing about you know why they should do a a Spartan you know any of that fun stuff? I I think you should just. The com- well, camaraderie. The people are amazing. Yeah. The one thing I gotta say is, like my first sprint, I had a severe. I had two severe asthma attacks these three months before the sprint, like to one almost dying, and I wasn't. I mean, I I was a little iffy when I showed up for that race that day, but. There I am. And it took me four and a half hours to do a sprint because of my asthma. I was struggling. And here I am. The thing that stuck with me, what actually cemented me into Spartan racing was I am on this hillside. I am panting. I am just like praying I can breathe. This guy walks past me and he kind of pats me. He says, good job. And I'm like, I'm just standing here. And he says, yeah, but you're doing it, aren't you? And I was like, that's all it took like yes yes i am and i was that was it i was done and i mean the people that's what i would say in in all the negative we got in this world they are some super awesome people that do these races and it's just so and people are laughing you're climbing up a mountain and you're dying and we're cracking jokes and this puts life into perspective do it for just that. It really does. No, yep. I agree People. completely. Yep, that'd be it. No, I agree completely. I mean, I've been out there on that course, and you feel like you're going to die, and you get that person that, you know, you can tell has been working out since, like, the day they came out of the womb. And they look at you, and they're <laughs> like, good job. And you're like, really? I, I'm like, I'm dying, and I'm like, a hundred pounds overweight and you tell me good job and it's like yeah you got off the couch you know it's one of my favorite things i tell everyone all the time i beat everybody who's sitting on the couch exactly i may be the last person across the finish line but i beat every single person who did not get up today and even attempt this yeah completely yeah perfect all right. Well, thank you for talking to me, Julia. This has been a great, fun episode. Um, yeah. And then I can't wait to see you in Seattle. Yep. Sounds like a blast, man. We're going to have some good times. Oh, yeah. As always. Thank you, Julia. Thanks. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back with another interview. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. 
Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Hey, everybody. We're back from break, and now I've got with me Timothy Quayle. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing good, man. You? I'm doing good. So one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, I... Uh, the, the first half of this episode is with a friend of mine, Julia. We were talking about Kimberly, and I wanted to get a second perspective on this. So tell me how, your thoughts on Kimberly. Well, for one, it was a, a little bit better than last year. You know, the weather was nice. and you know, Yeah. Still pretty difficult for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I know last year, last year was horrible. Because you, you DNF'd, correct? Yeah, they cut me off about like 5 o'clock, and I wasn't even a, like three-fourths of the way through. Ooh, very, yeah, it pissed hey. me off. <laughs> yeah, and part of that, though, was the heat on that one, wasn't it? I mean, last year, from what I understand, it was some pretty nasty heat on that race. Oh, yeah, it was, well, I didn't have the temperature on me, but I was hearing it was like over 100 degrees or something like that. Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah, it was unbearable. Crazy. So, out of all the races that you've done, would you, where would you put that on the, on the difficulty scale? What last last year? That was probably like the most difficult one I did. The hills were just way too intense for me. Yeah. So, how did it feel this year to go back and and how did you do this year? Uh, well, luckily I had, you know, a couple of friends help me out and, you know, I passed, got my nice medal, but I'd still put it pretty far up there because they split it up a little bit, but it still felt like never ending hills. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard on that course. So you think you'll do it again? Um, you know what? Probably. I'll probably try it again, see if I can at least do better and get a better time than this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was say, because last year you said you'd never go near Kimberly again, and then all of a sudden, you know, I got convinced you're there to again. Do it this time. Yeah, I got convinced. Yeah, I know. You got friends. the. <laughs> You've got the same friends as I do. I know which friends you're talking about. We're talking oh, yeah, about Jody and Brandon. Oh, of course. You know, if it wasn't for them and for Jeff, I probably won't even been able to finish it this time. Yeah. But on all honesty, if it had been for Jody, you wouldn't have been there to begin with. But (laughs) (laughs) so so while while I've got you, I mean, we talked a little bit about Kimberly and what a a wonderful course that is. So I hear it's a lot of up, down crazy hills and all that kind of stuff but they do did you do the whole trifecta yeah more or less you did the whole trifecta (laughs) in a weekend because it starts like friday's the friday is the sprint correct and then they do the beast and the super on saturday and sunday yep I almost think I would like that better than the way we're doing it in Hawaii, where Hawaii's the, you know, beast on Saturday, and then you do the super right, and then the sprint right after. I'd almost like it better yeah, to do, like, the sprint on Friday. 
Oh, yeah, it'd be nice to split it up because then you don't have really any time constraints to hit the next race. Yeah, because I know that was a big problem we had in Hawaii was a lot of us trying to finish the, the super in enough time to get, you know, back to do the sprint. So I, yeah, I think it'd be nice like, to have, you know. Cut people off. Yeah, because that's always my biggest worry, that I'm going to finish the super and I'm not going to have enough time to get to the sprint. And I know... Two years, two years ago in Hawaii, I had enough time. I, I barely, barely had enough time, but I did. Um, but I didn't do it. I should have. Looking back, I should have. But you know, at that Damn time, you. I, I just wasn't feeling it. So yeah, that's the yeah. killed me that two years ago. Also, yeah, I can remember that because we didn't really know each other yet. We kind of we'd met a couple times, but weren't really close yet. And I remember I was at the luau, and I'm like, that dude up there dancing looks a lot like Tim. <laughs> that guy looks a lot like Tim. That is Tim. I'm pretty sure somewhere. I, I do have a video. I have a video. I think I of you, you doing do. it because I think I took a video, and I sent it to someone. I'm like, is that Tim? <laughs> You had to get confirmation before you came up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was a good time. It was. It was. Hawaii was a blast. So, And I'm looking forward to going back this year. So, yeah. um, I won't be going this year, so but perhaps next year. Right on. It, it's a great one. We all love Hawaii. But oh, hi. So what got you into what got you into this crazy sport? Well, first off, um, I actually started Rugged Maniac first. It was one of my mm -hmm. friends. He suggested, hey, let's do this. It looks fun. I'm like, sure, let's do it. And next thing I know, um, afterwards, I run into Stevie. And she's like, there's one a lot better. <laughs> it's called the, oh, the yeah. Spartan Races. And my first one was good old Stevie. Uh, Seattle. Oh, yeah. The first one I did was the Seattle Super in 2015. Wow. And so was that the... Yeah, I started right into it. <laughs> that was the Super that they did in October, September, September, October. So, because a lot of people yeah. don't realize that the first, the first Seattle race in October in 2015 was a Super. They didn't do the beast oh, until 2016. So and they didn't throw in yeah. all the extra sprints until later. Yeah. Yeah, because that was me. I did the I did Montana in 2015, and then did Washougal, and then I was like, well, what am I going to do? I had an extra free race, and I needed a, a super to get my my trifecta. And then they announced Seattle, and I'm like, oh, I can get a trifecta right here in Washington. So. Yeah, the my first year I didn't get the trifecta. It was 2016. I got it. I got my first. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, so I realized after I did the eight, I was like, oh, I should train more for this. <laughs> yeah. That's how most of us get. We do this, and then we're like, you know, we probably should have trained before we did this. <laughs> but oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, what races do you have left left this year? Uh, the Seattle, uh, Seattle Beast and Washougal are my last ones that I know. Nice. Not that I picked some stuff up in the second, but I'm not sure. 
Yeah, no one's told you yet that oh. you're going to Tahoe with us, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that's that's still in the maybe bracket. This all depends on time and money. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know it yet, but you'll end up down there with us. I know it. Just like oh, I got yeah, like, kind of suckered into it this year, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I did it last year, and you know, want to go after it again. Yeah, I mean, I miss Montana, so yeah. Tahoe is my makeup. Montana's for Montana. on the books for Plus, next year. Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, we have BeastNet. We got invited by Spartan uh, Media uh, to go down there. Oh, so, oh, yeah. To Tahoe. That's awesome. So that'll be that'll that'll be fun. That'll be a neat new thing we haven't done before. So yeah. So so. Stevie got you. Well, your friend got you into rugged, and Stevie talked you into to Montana. I, I'm I'm hearing rumor that Stevie might be back this year. So I'm, I'm hoping for it. So, I miss I miss her seeing her on the course. Yeah. Well, Stevie was my my original race wife. If you didn't, if, as most people know, uh, Serena's like you know my race wife right now that I I share with Justin. It's a weird triangle thing we got going, but. <laughs> And don't worry, all of our wives are okay with it. You know, his wife, her wife, my wife, they all know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, Stevie was the original, my original race wife that we did Montana a couple years together. We did Seattle. We did all the races that were together. You know, usually if we were racing, we were together. And it's been really, really tough since she got hurt, you know, not having her there by my side to get me through that. So it's the motivation oh, yeah. can be tough sometimes. Oh, yeah, it's always it's, good to have having the motivational support. Yeah, having that right teammate, you know, can really change things. It's, you know, the, the Montana in 2016 when, you know, everything went bad and we were, me and Stevie and Jody and Emmy were out there for 13 and a half hours. I don't think, if Stevie hadn't been with me, I don't think I could have done it. You know, Stevie and Jody kept me going. I, I wanted to, I wanted to quit a many a time, but the three but of us kept each other going. Like so I'll, no, they won't. So, and I'm, I'm looking forward to having Stevie back with us. So that'll be awesome. Um, so what else do you, what else would you say about, about what would you tell people who want to go do Kimberly? Someone came up to you and said, you know, I'm thinking of doing Kimberly next year. What would you say to them? Uh, well, I'll tell them be prepared to climb a lot of mountains. <laughs> Because it's never ending. You need to get ready to be able to walk it up, walk up, and keep going. Yeah. You think you're prepared for it, but you're probably not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be ready for the hills. Take lots of water. Be hydrated. Oh, they had a lot more water stations this year, but still, just going up those hills, you're going to probably suck it all down before you even get to the next water point. Yeah, and that's the thing. You got to be. They have water stations all the time to Spartan, but you still got to be ready just in case they don't. Because I know that happened to us in Hawaii in seventeen, where they ran out. There was like eight miles that we went without water because oh, yeah. we were out of water, and every water station we came up to was out. Yeah, it was bad. So you always want to make sure you have that. Right on. Mm-hmm. 
So is there anything else you'd want to say to the listeners while I got you on the, the phone here? Well, you know, it, just because, you know, it's a lot of bad hills, you know, I'd still go again and, you know, recommend for people to at least give it a try and see what they think about it. Yeah. And, you know, always trust your teammates. They're there for you to keep you going. Even if you want to quit, they're there to motivate you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. And we got some of the best teammates, so. Yeah, not just in the beasts. We've got the we got the best of the beasts. We've got Jody and you know, sorry with the rest of the beasts. I don't mean to like make sound like you're not as good, but you know. Uh, <laughs> everyone in the beasts is there to support each other and you know they are. Very good friends. Like you and Jody and Stevie, you guys are all my speed, so you guys are my you're my partners in crime. You know, the other guys, Jeff and Elise and Adam and, you know, Jesse and Brian Kays, all those guys, they're way faster than me. So they're gone, like, way gone. They've lapped me through it three times, but they're still great teammates. But even then, if they're they're, um, faster, you know, sometimes they'll, you know, stay back and support you if if you need it. Oh, yeah. Right on. Well, you know, if you don't have anything else to say about Kimberly, you know, thank you for for talking to me and letting me know a little bit about, you know, kind of how Kimberly was and all that. And I hope to see you out there on course really soon. Oh, yeah, man. Hope to see you soon. All right. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, no problem, man. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.